when you go see all the family and they want to talk about just those initial conversations, get a little awkward, like, oh, how are you? Or <laughs> they're talking a little crap about your ex. Do you have like a set kind of guidelines for how to deal with those conversations with family members about your divorce? This is WTF Divorce, where we get straight to the point, quick conversations about dating, sex, and dealing with your ex. My name is Rob Roseman from WTFDivorce.com. We're getting our shit together, starting now. Yeah, so first of all, I just want to acknowledge how shitty this can be. Um, uh, You know, I've been there personally many times over. And I mean, holidays can be rough, even if you have a solid relationship, your marriage is fine, your kids are great, whatever. So like, let's just acknowledge that. Um, I think what you're talking about would be setting some boundaries and some guidelines for how to make it through the holiday season with your sanity uh intact am i is that kind of what you're asking yes. not yeah. only that i was like can you give me like literally a script and some copy paste say. notes so when i walk in i'll have something <laughs> ready for them where i'm not yes. being an asshole but i'm also right everybody talks about boundaries but for mm-hmm. most of us we don't really know what that looks like in real life and yeah, when somebody comes at you and you get triggered a little and your cortisol spikes all of a sudden you forgot how to speak. So all these, like, I'm going to do this, do this. What are a couple, like even things you can say to somebody that are just easy that can set a boundary? Yeah. So I think, um, a polite way to engage in that conversation and then (laughs) politely disengage would be to gently acknowledge whatever they've said. So if you're like, Hey, Ash, wow. Like you've really had a hell of a time. How are you doing? Acknowledge that. Yeah. You know what? It has been rough, but I've been really looking forward to this weekend. And yeah, you know, the kids aren't with me. So as you can imagine, that's, you know, it's, it's been a little rough. Um, but I was really looking forward to spending time with family and, you know, being around the people who I love most. So Tell me a little bit about what's going on with you. Cause it, it would be best for me if we actually, you know, don't talk about my shit. Let's talk about your shit. Something like that. That's Does that good. make sense? Like acknowledging, yeah. acknowledging that they, what they have said, um, but in a polite and respectful way, showing them how you would like to be supported. Because I think that with, especially with family members, like, most of them are wanting to be supportive and they probably think that you want to talk about it. And if you do great, but if you truly just want a break from all of that and you don't want to be talking about, yeah, how shitty it is that you don't have your kids with you this weekend, then gently just say, you know what, it has been tough, but I've been really looking forward to this. And it would be great if we could just talk about something else, just hit them with it. Yeah. That's good. And what I think I'm learning, and a lot of us were probably not great at this in our marriages, which maybe led us to this, is communicating our needs, our what we want, setting that boundary. And I think, and one thing you've taught me is, you know, it's not really their job to understand the boundary or assume it, but it is on Mm -hmm. us to set it and then hold it. So all these like things are kind of new behaviors for us. And it's takes practice and it's going to be uncomfortable when you do it and somebody might not take it well they're like oh well she's really acting like a bitch or something and yeah there's there's boundary backlash right and sometimes it's because the other person doesn't really like being told what 
to do, or they, you know, they, they're on one track. They wanted to talk about what they wanted to talk about. Um, other times, like you said, particularly when you're transitioning from being in a married relationship where there was very little boundaries to no boundaries and then co-parenting and you start asserting these boundaries, the other person is kind of like, what the hell? I'm not used to this. Mm -hmm. So it takes some time and going back to, you know, this pretend conversation, if you assert what you need and gently ask to talk about something else and they're not listening and they're like, okay, well, you know, well, sorry, I just, I, I thought this was a big deal. I thought you'd, I thought you'd want to talk about it. Then just going back to acknowledging, reasserting, moving forward. So, Hey, yeah, I know. And I really appreciate, I know how much you love me, how much you love the kids. And I know that, you know what, this is a big shift for all of us. This is a divorce between, you know, my partner and I, but it's affecting the entire family. So I hear you. Um, and this is not about you. This is about me. So let's talk about something else. And if they're still not listening and they're really being a dickhead, then it is, I think it's okay to at that point say, you know what, I'm just going to pop outside and I'm just going to take a minute to cool down here. Ashley Wood is a divorce coach. You can find her at ashleywooddivorcecoach.com and go check out her helpful, relatable, and hilarious content on Instagram at The Conscious Co-Parent. Thank you so much for listening, and if you found this content valuable, here are three ways we can help give you more. One, go to wtfdivorce.com and enter your email to get the newest content. Two, share it with a divorce friend who you think it could help. Three, leave us a five-star review so we can bring you more conversations like this.